Day 6 Christ's Joyful Vision of the Saints These all died in faith, not having received what was promised, but having seen it and greeted it from afar. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 and chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. In the midst of such overwhelming anguish over our sin and his suffering, was there not to be even a single brief moment of relief for our Lord? What thought, what hope could possibly be bright enough to shine in so deep a darkness and bring him comfort? The devil had tried to torment him with a sorrowful prospect of millions who would spurn or betray his love. But then, according to Anne Catherine, the Father's mercy burst through the blackness with a vision of millions more. This time, the men and women of all the ages who would give their hearts to him in grateful love for his sacrifice. Our Lady and St. Joseph, Moses and Elijah, St. Francis, St. Catherine, St. Anthony, St. Therese. He would make it possible for all these and countless others to have a place at his side in glory for all eternity. In that moment, Jesus caught a glimpse of his stunningly beautiful bride, the church. He knew then that he would be willing to move heaven and earth in order to save and embrace her. So for the joy set before him, as the book of Hebrews says, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Most precious Lord, let our devotion to you join with the saints and bring joy to your heart. The abyss opened before Jesus, and he had a vision of that place where the faithful departed were dwelling. He saw Adam and Eve, the patriarchs, the prophets, and the righteous, the parents of his mother and John the Baptist, awaiting his arrival in the lower world with such intense longing that the sight strengthened and gave fresh courage to his loving heart. His death was to open heaven to these captives. His death was to deliver them out of that prison in which they were languishing in eager hope. When Jesus had, with deep emotion, looked upon these saints of antiquity, Angels presented to him all the bands of saints of future ages, who, joining their labors to the merits of his passion, were through him to be united to his heavenly Father. Most beautiful and consoling was this vision, in which he beheld salvation and sanctification flowing forth in ceaseless streams from the fountain of redemption opened by his death. The apostles, disciples, virgins, and holy women 
the martyrs, confessors, hermits, popes, and bishops, and large bands of religious of both sexes, in one word, the entire army of the blessed, appeared before him. All bore on their heads triumphal crowns. Their whole life and all their actions, merits, and power, as well as all the glory of their triumph, came solely from their union with the merits of Jesus Christ. The army of the future saints passed before the soul of our Lord, which was thus placed between the longing patriarchs and the triumphant band of the future blessed. And these two armies joining together and completing one another, so to speak, surrounded the loving heart of our Savior, forming around it a crown of victory. The Dolores Passion This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.